Hello, hello. Welcome to Yay for Growth. I'm your host, Savannah Zipak, and this is a podcast where we have all kinds of conversations. So take a deep breath, check in with yourself, and let's get started. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Are we feeling amazing? I hope you're feeling amazing. And if you're not feeling amazing, that this episode gives you a little bit of a distraction or a boost or just stimulates your mind or your heart for a little bit in a good way, in a good way. All right. So this episode, as you can tell by the title, is called Tick Toxic. Um, And basically, we're going to discuss why you should not take relationship advice from people on TikTok who obviously don't have a degree in social work or psychology and even then uh toxic relationship advice that I have seen on TikTok so I'm going to give you guys uh some examples okay so that's pretty much the rundown for today's episode pretty simple just wanted to get something out there for you all uh to listen to and that might interest you Um, so basically the background for this episode is that your girl finally made a TikTok. My username is saved by Sav in case you want to go follow me. Um, I have been making some of my own, but when I first made the account, obviously I followed a lot of like mental health accounts and things like that. I don't know why, honestly, because I that's what I use Instagram for. And I don't think every social media platform of mine needs to be like mental health, healing, trauma, blah, blah, blah. Like that's, it's kind of stressful. So now I'm trying to like refilter my feed and just like follow some funny cat pages or dog pages and like things that'll just kind of like brighten up my day or like interesting facts or history, you know, other things that I kind of want more exposure to that my other social media is not tailored to right? Because my Instagram, those accounts are just so tailored to mental health. It's ridiculous. Um, and yeah. So basically I made this TikTok. Um, and because my original following was all mental health stuff, there was definitely a lot of like psychologists, relationship counselors, and just like relationship advice kept coming up on my for you feed mainly because like at first I found it interesting. Like some people just share their experience of what they've been through, um, with previous partners, but what really got that, I think, into my feed was that, if you don't already know, I've been diagnosed with relationship OCD. This is a diagnosis that I received in, um, I think, April or May? No, I think it was, like, March or April, and I'll definitely make another episode talking about that. So, I was, like, kind of looking up, like, relationship OCD videos, and then, somehow I guess my Instagram was like oh you want relationship advice and I was like no no like I'm good but on my like for you feed it kept popping up right so (laughs) I've been seeing some of these videos and then like obviously stalking some accounts and comments and kind of just like deep diving into what this relationship advice world of TikTok is um and (laughs) I found a lot of very interesting things and at first I started stressing because I don't know I was kind of like taking some of them to heart and then I had to remember a really important fact which is why you shouldn't take relationship advice from not even just people on TikTok who like aren't certified counselors or psychologists or whatever 
but even just like people in your life who have nothing to do with your relationship the thing is only you and your partner know your relationship best and i am definitely someone who has been prone to like letting outside opinions like i don't want to say like poison my mind because that sounds very uh like religious or something but i think i've just let them kind of influence my anxiety and feed into my relationship ocd and kind of further just put me in a place of fear right again i'm gonna make another video or video i'm gonna make another episode talking more about relationship ocd what it is and examples and things like that but as for now just know that it is like any form of ocd really is just like a constant state of fear because you have these fears and if my fear is related to relationships if i see these videos obviously saying horrible things about um what could potentially be my relationship then it's really scary it's a really scary thing to see and hear and think about because it feeds into my obsessive thoughts and could lead to more compulsions right so that's for me personally but anyways once i got over all this and i really put it in perspective i was like damn like only me and my partner and anyone else in their relationship like only you and your partner and if you're in couples counseling then your counselor only you guys know your relationship best. There is nobody else in the world that can tell you what is better for you or not. And I'm going to give a very important disclaimer before I move forward with this episode. This entire commentary, whatever, about relationship advice that you see on social media from uncertified, like, non-professionals and influencers, and this and that, I'm going to tell you that it is not with abusive, toxic relationships in mind. You know, any relationships that are abusive mentally, physically, emotionally, um, that is an entirely different case. And however you need to get out of that situation whether it's just seeing somebody on TikTok being like, you deserve better. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And the thing is, my the, the big part of my disclaimer is that I know most of the people giving relationship advice on TikTok or other social media, I know that it's out of a good place. I know that it's not an ill-intended place. I know it's not people want to see other people miserable. Like, I know it's not an attack. And also... <laughs> I do feel like a commentary on it needs to be made because I see a lot of videos that are extreme, extreme. And again, I'll say whatever helps you get out of a very unhealthy, toxic, abusive situation romantically with somebody, that is perfectly fine. Seeing videos that lift you up to remind you like when you're angry because you've been disrespected by your partner or, you know, an ex or something like that, like, if you see videos that help you really put things in perspective, that is a whole different story and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you look at these relationship advice videos and you have a perfectly decent relationship in your mind before you watch these videos and then after you're like, oh my god, is this horrible? Like, what am I doing? Um, Should I break up with my partner because they didn't do XYZ because so-and-so said they need to do XYZ in order to show that they love me? And like, that's what I'm talking about. When you have a perfectly good thing, right, 
but you see something or hear the opinions of others and it makes you question if that is a good thing or not and I know some people are gonna be like well what if when you're blindsided like when you're rose-colored glasses like you know you think someone's so great and then they turn out to not be so great like I said in the disclaimer there are definitely exceptions to this commentary and it is not those it is not meant for the extreme cases of like actual unhealthy relationships um, emotionally immature relationships or partners or whatever right that's a whole different story so moving right along when people give advice and tell you like oh here are some traits of let's say like an emotionally immature partner or um you know some rules for breaking up with people or whatever it's not great to take advice from that all the time because the needs for each relationship are going to be different. Why? Because no two people are exactly the same. Which means that no t- no two relationships are going to be exactly the same. Things that are deal breakers for you might not be deal breakers for other people. Why? Because everybody has a different lifestyle that they live and therefore different requirements for a partner that will be good for them. I think that a lot of the time we want rules, we want guidelines because it makes us more comfortable with our black and white societal culture, right? Like that's just what, if you grew up in America at least, that's like what you grow up with, very black and white. The gray area was not really existent um, growing up as at least a millennial and I know my parents' generation, boomers and you know all the generations before that, right? So it's just this like societal conditioning, generational trauma that tells us there's comfort in rules, there's comfort in guidelines, even for relationships. But the thing is, there actually isn't because when people give advice, it's typically a direct result of their lived experience. It's almost never a reflection of your experience. And that's why I think it's so important that when somebody comes to you, confides in you, and they come to you for relationship advice, the best thing that you can do is steer them towards finding a solution themselves. Unless they straight up say, I want your honest opinion. I want to know your experience. Okay, then you give it because that's what they're looking for. But when people come to you asking for advice... I think the best thing you can always do, especially when it's about a romantic partner relationship, is like, well, what do you think you should do? What are you comfortable with? What are your, you know, um, deal breakers or what makes you feel disrespected? And and things like that. Um, Because it, it reminds people that their relationship is their relationship, right? It's not like everybody else. And I think sometimes we need to sit with that reality that what is good for you and your partner will not be good for Susie and John down the street, you know? Um, Two very white names, I know. (laughs) Anyways, so that's pretty much what we're getting into this episode. Now, I'm going to give a couple examples of toxic relationship advice that I have seen on TikTok lately, which is like driving me crazy, and I've seen this stuff multiple times, and so I was like, okay, all right, here we go. So, the first thing that I'll share is there was this girl, there was this account, and she was doing what she calls, quote-unquote, loyalty checks, 
on other people's partners for them. Does anybody know about this? Because I did not know about this before. People will have their friends or other people they know or even don't know online befriend their partner on social media. Try to flirt with them to reel them in and see if they're going to be unfaithful to their partner to see how loyal that partner is. And oh my god, I just can't even begin to tell you how many things are wrong here, okay? Now, there's nothing wrong with, like, a girl helping a girl out, right? (laughs) Like, or not even, let's not, gender aside, there is nothing wrong with, like, helping your friends out if you're like, my partner's been suspicious. Have you seen any suspicious activity from him lately? Like, let's say they're in the same friend group or whatever, I mean, there's nothing wrong with just, like, asking, but going the other step to, like, actually try to, not manipulate, but, like, try to perform an experiment on somebody to see what they would do. Like, I just think that's so, so fucked up because if you need to ask somebody to do this, it's probably a really good indication that you are not... You are not with the right person. If you do not trust, if you do not trust them to not follow through with advances that other people give them, you should not be with them. And then this account went so far as to say, and I'm not giving account names specifically because I don't want anyone to like go and like bully or judge or whatever. I'm saying it like I have like a thousand people following me. I know there's only a few of you and you guys love me and I love you and you probably would never do that. But I'm just, I don't feel like it would be ethical. So anyways, this account went as so far as to say that there is this thing called, quote unquote, womanly intuition. All right. And I'm not sitting here and saying that like, uh, biologically female people like, do not have some kind of intuitive powers we do have intuitive powers i know that yeah there's female intuition but there's also a thing called anxiety and there's also a thing called learning behaviors when you have this anxious thought of like oh my god is my partner cheating should i not trust my partner and you keep giving into that thought in doing things to soothe your anxiety or try to catch them in a lie or create a situation that just proves what that thought is, I really don't think that is entirely productive. You're kind of feeding into this anxiety and creating this addictive behavior of like needing to check your partner. It's no different than going through their phone. And I'll be the first to admit like I've done that I've gone through partner's phones before, even my boyfriend now, but it's something we worked through, and I'm okay sharing that, right? And it's something that I no longer do because I had to actively work to stop that behavior, right? Because it was part of my relationship OCD. I had to check a thought, and so all I'm saying is that when you do things like this and create situations like this, I really think it could set you up for, like, a lot of mental health issues, um, because that are going to be ineffective. I say it like that, like mental health, I don't mean with the negative connotation. 
I'm just saying ineffective behaviors. You will develop them. Um, because if you do this with one partner, you might do it with another and you get more comfortable and you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And then before you know it, you might be losing somebody really good. Yeah, there's probably going to be shitheads out there, but let people show you their true colors. You don't have to go in. And I think my other advice is that like, shouldn't you know if your partner is full of shit? Like I would never, I'm not trying to put the blame on the victim, but it's like, if you don't trust somebody, you probably shouldn't date them right? And I understand that, like, over time, things can change. You can have a completely loyal partner, and then one day, things change in your relationship, and before you know it, they're cheating or whatever. Like, I guess that's a different case. But even then, why not just confront somebody? Why not just trust trustworthy people? The podcast that I like to listen to called Just Wake Up, Sierra says that all the time. It's easy to trust trustworthy people, and that is so true. Try to find yourself somebody, if you haven't already, who is trustworthy. And if you have found that person, well, then you just have to remind yourself, this person is trustworthy. They are a great partner. I have no reason to do these things, these ineffective things that might lead to fighting and manipulation and, um, you know, a decline in the quality of our relationship and communication, right? Because when you don't trust somebody... And then you do something behind their back, then they don't trust you. And now there is absolutely no trust in the relationship. It can create some really messy situations. So all I'm saying is, as far as loyalty checks go, I'm sure there might be exceptions to the rule, but I really don't think that they're a good idea. I think what's a good idea is making sure you choose a trustworthy partner. Yeah. I think that's what it it really is about at the end of the day. I'm not trying to put the blame on, like, the person who, let's say, is uh, being cheated on. I'm not trying to put the blame on the partner who is actually loyal. But there is something to be said about staying with somebody and expecting them to be a different person. So this kind of ties into actually the second piece of toxic relationship advice that I saw on TikTok. So the second thing, and I've seen multiple videos about this. Um, And again, I actually just want to say, not again, because I didn't say it yet. I just want to put it out there that like, if you have any input or um, anything about what I'm saying, the examples I'm giving, if you have some information that I don't, definitely feel free to share uh, yay for growth pod on Instagram, or you can message me on lovely little healers on Instagram, or even saved by Sav on TikTok. You can follow me, message me. Um, definitely give your input because you know I, I I like to do my podcast mostly alone, but I like to learn and hear other people's opinions. So it'd be really cool to know what you all think of this topic in general. If you've heard toxic relationship advice, definitely send it my way. Um, so anyways, the one of the most recurring things I've seen is this quote or whatever that is like, if your partner never changes from who they are today, are you okay with that? If not, you need to break up. And I would kind of just correct it by saying like, As long as your partner 
shows you that they are capable of changing growth and actually have grown since you met them and are growing like every day if you're witnessing that and they're showing you that they're com- not just capable of growth but committed to growth then i think that's actually all you can ask for you can't just be like oh my god who my partner is now um isn't perfect so i need to break up with them right i think we all have things that we're not going to like about our partners we all have weaknesses right and I think one time I was really like down in the dumps and just kind of like, wow, that's how you know I'm 26. I'm just like down in the dumps. Um, but yeah, one time I was just bumming and really getting in my head about my relationship. And my boyfriend was like, Savannah, we are two people who are very aware of our strengths and weaknesses. And we work on those weaknesses. We change. We grow. You have nothing to worry about. And I was like, oh my god snaps for that best boyfriend of the year award (laughs) because he was so right and so it really like it was the first time I started thinking about this quote I saw it like on Instagram a couple times but as I've been on TikTok over the summer I've just been seeing it everywhere and I'm like (sighs) there are so many good partners and people in this world that are capable of change and growth and I think it's just about finding somebody who is and granted like you can't always know right away if somebody is capable of that you know over time but that's why you shouldn't just date somebody right away that's why or commit to somebody right away I mean the reason like I chose my boyfriend and I'm trying to think of other examples like my sister-in-law and brother who have been together since they met in college um they were friends for like years first just like me and my boyfriend were friends for a year first you get to know somebody and you see who they are and you're like is this person as committed to change and growth as i am if the answer is yes then who they are today doesn't matter as much as who they're going to be all that matters is that they are going to change with you right At least you would hope. Some people do change apart, but, like, change apart? Grow apart? I think that's what I meant. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I just think that that's something I've seen a lot, and it made me think about it, and I'm like, you can't judge somebody based on who they are in this moment, because people can change in any given moment, um, and whether or not they are willing to, and whether or not they already have changed, that's what matters, right? I don't think it's so much about who somebody is in this moment. And I know some of you might be thinking, okay, okay, but like, that's not what this quote means. I know. Sometimes people mean, like, if somebody shows you time and time again that they're not going to change problematic behavior or they're just not going to change at all, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. If you're somebody who's committed to changing growth, That might not be a problem for somebody else who's, like, needs are different, right? Some people just don't put therapy first in their life and growing and healing. And honestly, it's okay because everyone's entitled to the life that they want to live, right? It's just about whether or not you are compatible with somebody. And that actually makes me think about, this is like a little side rant here, that kind of makes me think about this uh, research that was done by John and Julie Gottman, who are... um, owners of the Gottman Institute, which is like this 
long-time research facility and couples can go there for counseling and retreats and they've done so much research over the years on couples and they John Gottman he found that um couples tend to have the same they tend to argue about the same things throughout their time together and that incompatibilities are inevitable there will always be incompatibilities it's how you handle those incompatibilities right so i think there's a world there's there's such a gray area as far as this part of relationships goes where it's like yeah you could find somebody who's like check 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 as far as all the areas of compatibility for you go right um you can find someone who's all of that and you might still be unsatisfied in the relationship you might not grow because this leads to my second one um i've seen a lot of relationship advice that basically just doesn't leave not my second my third so i've seen a lot of relationship advice this is a great segue into the third point i was going to make actually i've seen a lot of relationship advice that has these like hard and fast rules for relationships and really just doesn't consider the fact that people make human errors and people make human mistakes mistakes and errors can and will happen even in healthy relationships that's just a fact go look it up psychology has proven that even healthy relationships have those moments it's about how you handle them and in healthy relationships these are actually the moments that can bring you closer together because you grow through it with your partner you learn more about what each other's needs are when you like disappoint each other or hurt somebody you learn more about their trauma why does this thing affect them this way right it's about approaching your relationship and all the mistakes and errors and hurt that come with it accepting that that will tell you more about your partner it's about approaching that with curiosity okay well why is my partner this way how do i need to make them feel comfortable right Mistakes allow room for growth. Perfect relationships do not. You can find someone who checks all of your boxes and it won't make you happy because it's stagnant. Sometimes the best relationships come from people who have both a lot of compatibilities and a significant amount of incompatibilities. The people that we love, they might hurt us and it doesn't mean that they are a hurtful person or do hurtful things regularly how we interpret the world is going to be different than our partner. So what feels like hurt or disrespect to you may just be something that your partner has not thought about that way because it never bothered somebody they were with before, you know? Or it's just how part of how they grew up, part of their um, behavior that they were taught by their family or past relationships, you know? I think it's really important to allow room for incompatibilities and human errors and mistakes. And when we start to accept those things, we can have healthier relationships because we don't expect people to be perfect. We don't expect them to fit into boxes and we don't expect them to change at their core for us. There is a difference between changing somebody like completely changing someone at their core and changing behaviors, right? You can't change what somebody's like values, morals, upbringing, history is. You can't change that. That's up to someone individually to change their behaviors. 
You can influence change, but it's still up to them. But that's where you can find room for growth, right? And so I just think it's really important to consider a lot of these things when we're talking about relationships and why you should not take relationship advice from people who know nothing about you or your your relationship. I'll give you an example um, before I leave because I don't want this episode to be too long. So my boyfriend and I moved in together like less than six months after dating. I mean, literally. Um, and... A lot of his friends thought we were insane, and especially his family. They were like, what, already? Of course, my friends my family were, like, super supportive. Um, they were just like, yeah, go do what makes you happy. But uh, there were definitely a lot of people, a lot of mutual friends we had as well, that had concern and kind of didn't understand it and judged it. And... Then my boyfriend started having doubts about a decision that he was so happy and excited to make because of what people were saying. He started becoming doubtful. He's like, well, what if it really is too soon? And then I kind of had to put things in perspective for him where I reminded him, are these people who have relationships that you admire? Are these people who have relationships that you you want to have a relationship like? And the answer to those questions was no. <laughs> um, and I asked him, you know, are you happy? Do you think that you have rational reasons for why you wanted to live together and things like that? Like, I really tried to put things in perspective. Like, yeah, there is too soon for each individual person what is too soon for you might not be too soon for somebody else right and it turned out to be the best decision in the entire world that both of us made could it have waited would our relationship survive if we didn't do it yeah but we have grown immensely and we love living together every single day we love being around each other and just making life sweeter because we're in the same space you know really being there for each other because we're in the same space and there's not distance you know like it's just what it's what helps our relationship thrive whereas some relationships might thrive with a little bit more space the first year two years however long it takes them it might require more space in order to grow my boyfriend and I are the opposite we require to be closer in order to grow right and it really was important for us to differentiate that and remember that and put things in perspective and now we are so happy that we made that decision you know it was hard but it paid off it um it's never easy when you just want what's best you want you don't get into a relationship with somebody romantically or multiple partners if you're polyamorous. You don't get into a relationship with the intention of things going wrong. We all have the best intentions, right? Um, at least I'd like to think so. Obviously, there's some really creepy, manipulative people out there. Uh, but for the most part, you don't commit unless you want it to work out, right? And so you need to remember why you chose your partner, why you value who they are. 
And if you can't find answers for that, like, why you are still choosing your partner, then that's when you should seek some help, right? That's when you should maybe reconsider the relationship. Um, But I think the biggest thing that I've learned, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that besides, like, mistakes and incompatibilities are bound to be there and happen, it's just about how you deal with them. The second biggest thing that I've probably learned and had to really define after, you know, letting so many people and things get to me and my um, perspective or self-trust and intuition, the biggest thing that I had to learn was doubt is completely normal. Doubt in a relationship is one of the most normal things ever when you care because you just want to have it be good and have it grow and get better and better you know so that's really it that's all i have for you today i really appreciate it if you reach out to me let me know what you think of the episode what your opinions are some toxic relationship advice that you have seen um and i really just hope that you enjoyed this episode so without further ado Have a great rest of your day or night, wherever it is, wherever you are. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye-bye.